You know this song. Absolutely know this song. In fact, this is it was big when I, and I'm dating myself. That's all right. The year that I started at Madison. Well done. You started a tradition. Uh, Well, I don't know that I started it, but (laughs) I'm Sandy Max and filling in for Steve Scafidi on WTMJ. Now, today is Toya Washington, formerly of WISN 12. You saw her news anchoring many a show, many Uh, a show, many a show. Every show they had, I anchored. Started in the mornings all the way through the 10. Then, yeah, we call that experience. And maybe you had a class with Toya at University of Wisconsin, (laughs) Madison. Uh, But we heard the controversy uh, Tuesday, when we all kind of were shuffling back to work, mm-hmm. people were still talking about just how loud it was at Camp Randall Stadium and what the in-game experience was like. There was a lot of gnashing of teeth and griping. So I thought, you know, let's go right to somebody who was there and who did play for the Wisconsin Badgers. Welcome to WTMJ right now. Matt Jokey. Matt, how are you? I'm good, Sandy. Thank you so much. And Toya, uh, nice to meet you over the phone, if nothing else. And uh, yeah, I was there on Saturday, and it was uh, it was a fantastic day to uh, to be in Madison. Oh, it's gorgeous weather, and you were because you're based in Nashville now, but you were coming back special for the game because you know some of the athletes on the field. Yeah, it, it's a great point. I, I brought about 20 people up from Nashville. Most of the SEC fans never been to Madison. They had a absolute wonderful time they hit the, you know they hit the union they actually went to the volleyball match which was spectacular and they just loved camp randall so bringing them up and then watching my godson jack nelson number 79 his brother also plays it was great to see the boys out there and uh just have a good day and, and everybody's healthy getting out of there and i i thought uh you couldn't ask for much more a little hot it was about hot as uh being in Kabul, but that's all good. <laughs> we'll want some of that. Can we use some of that weather in November? <laughs> yes, please. It's I good. would take it here. <laughs> it would be great. So you were inside the stadium with 20 family and friends. Was it too loud for you? Well, it's not a library. It is <laughs> a stadium. And, and I, I kind of grew up under the spinal tap attitude of a stadium Turn it up to 11 if you can. So I'm, I'm going to take myself out of the equation. I love it. I want to be as close to the band as I can. I want to hear it all. Now, there were three things probably working against the average fan that may not have liked it. I totally understand it. It's great that we have platforms that they can give feedback. Number one, it was hot. And mm-hmm. I think you get agitated. Number two, there were a lot of new songs that had never been played before. And that was intentional. You know, Chris McIntosh is doing a wonderful job of saying, look, Wisconsin, in, in between the quarters, like mid-second, mid-third, mid-fourth, it's not that loud. It gets very quiet. It's almost definitely quiet in that stadium, and, yeah. and they're trying to help make that better. Now, the new songs, the in- increased noise, the heat, I think probably they learned a lesson of that was a lot of change. Everybody likes change. No, so they don't. We are in Wisconsin. <laughs> Come on. Don't be so mad. Every, nice, Matt. Everybody loves change until it happens to them. Then yes. they don't like it, right? <laughs> Very so, good point. I think they learned a good lesson as far as, hey, you, we, we need to do something different, but we can't change everything in one game. It's a process. I think that what they're going to do is they're going to listen to fans. I was talking to, uh, to, to Mac about it a little bit. And, and they'll, they'll definitely listen to the fans, make some tweaks, but we have to do something mid-quarters. Well, you know, it's, it's great. 
It's also having to do something mid quarters. But, you know, the point being is that, you know, they are um, competing for entertainment dollars. So when people go to games, they somewhat expect and, you know, initially when I heard these complaints and granted, I was not there to listen and see with my own ears and my own eyes. So I can't give you that inside perspective. But reading the complaints, here's where I'm at. I'm like, have these people never gone to Pfizer Forum? Have they never gone to a Brewers game? Have they never gone to any other sporting event where that is the the game now? It's not just the game. It's how do we entertain and pe- keep people engaged and hyped and there keep the crowd like designated happy. DJs? Yes, like exactly. Like DJ Shana. I, I almost felt like the Badgers over the past few years were kind of missing that opportunity because everybody was doing it. I'm like. For a school of that size that has programs that are, you know, sports management to, you know, everything from, you know, turf management to like the whole business of sports as an entertainment. I think Madison does a really good job educating their students and having those programs in place. But then it's like, why are we not executing it on the field or in between the quarters? Now, again, I was not there to experience the volume. But I will tell you this. I'm also, when I would write for news, my producers often hated it. I would overwrite because it's easier to cut than to add. (laughs) So you're right, Matt. If you throw everything at it at once, it's easier to peel back and figure out where that happy medium is. Like, I don't know. That's that's kind of my perspective. But I'm also, you know, a person that's always kind of doing the most. So... (laughs) (laughs) If <laughs> someone usually does have to tell me, we need you at an, and at eight, Toya. You're at an 11. You're at 11 now? We need you at an eight. But I, I, I also, they hired a new production, entertainment production company. Mm-hmm. And I, so There's know, tweaking that has to happen. Yeah. I mean, you can't practice a situation like that in a stadium that is filled to capacity on a hot day with the, the team out there. You. Obviously, you can't replicate that. You can't replicate that and do yeah, do a test run. Let's see how this is gonna go when there's an empty stadium and crickets. Like you just don't, yeah. you don't know until you try it. Matt, so. were you able to have conversation? Because that was one of the complaints. Like people couldn't even have conversations with the people next to them because speaker placement or you know, I assume that will be assessed and amended. But did you experience that level of volume? I try to find that level of volume. That's what I'm looking for. And I think maybe some of the people I'm with are looking for that so they don't have to hear me talking about the plays that are about to happen. Are you armchair quarterbacking the game as it happens? And, and I may be one-sided on that. I may be one-sided. But I, I will say I talked to some people. You know, here's the thing. I, I, you, you both nailed it. it. This is a process. This is game one. There's a timing issue, certainly between the band, the DJ, the, the officials, when you're coming back from break, there are 53 minutes of commercials, I think they said on that day. So this is, you, can't, you cannot manufacture that. It's going to take time. Give them three, four games to get this right. It's new to everybody, but mm-hmm. they'll get it right now. Speaker placement, you know, the reality is if you're sitting on the other side of the stadium and you don't have any speakers or you don't have that volume, it's a much different, very, I would say, low-energy in section A or the opposite side of the students because you can't hear it. So you do need it mic'd up, but there's got to be that happy medium. I think they'll find it. And to your point, it's easier to go in and throw it at the wall, peel back, add some more songs that are maybe a little bit more familiar to the broader audience. Certainly the kids loved it. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but the kids, the kids are the ones that, so I, I hate to break this to you, Matt, and I'm in the same position. The kids are the ones that we need to be appealing to because those are going to be the future alumni. Those are going to be the future ticket holders. Those are the people that are going to be, you know, donating money when and where and how they want to. So, I mean, I'm not saying that our money isn't good here anymore, Matt, because I still, you know, love going to games. But it's like, yeah, you're right. You have to find that happy medium. You have to appease the people who have been longtime ticket holders, those people who are donating to the foundations and the funds and the athletic department and the boosters. And I get all that. But you also have to meet this generation that's coming in and the 20 somethings that have that's their whole their whole life they've grown up if they've gone to live sporting events this is how it has operated so that's what they're used to so yeah i i think i need to get there and experience it myself and they'll probably have you know already dialed in at that point but i'm excited to see a game there this season i wish i had been there saturday just to experience it your next chance is september 16th September. Yes, you're yes. right. Mm-hmm. Against Georgia Southern. That will be the Camp Randall game. Talking with Matt Jokey, former Wisconsin Badgers football player. Now, Matt, two questions for you. Uh, any predictions for this Saturday's game against Washington State? Ooh. This this is this is one of those games that some people around the state and certainly around the country may not think of it as a big game. This might be the biggest road game we play when you think about national TV at night, a team that beat us last year. Certainly we have a new coaching staff and a lot of new players, but this is going to be a loud stadium. It's a long trip. And I think if you look for Wisconsin, we talked about it last week. Remember we talked about getting those running backs into the second level. That happened. That happened big time, and it really took it. I think this this week Wisconsin is going to have a big day if they can just control – the turnovers, the touchdowns with a quarterback. So if you watch Mordecai, he's got to have more TDs than he does interceptions. I think that will happen. I think our run game is going to be there. And then really what I would look at this week, our defense played pretty basic this last week. They didn't need to throw a lot of stuff. This week coming in at Washington State, the quarterback had 451 yards to the air. You're going to see probably a great deal more pressure disguises, you'll see our defense flying. I think it's going to be a great win for Wisconsin, but it will not be easy, and it will be electric to watch on TV. Oh, I love your insights. And one more question for you. Did you visit your stool at Wando's? Oh, I mean, Wando's. The, you know, how can I go to Madison and not go to church at Wando's and have a <laughs> drink on the bar stool? Of course, we had to go in. And I had to, I don't, I think half my group didn't believe it actually existed. Then they thought I paid for it. They <laughs> brought it in as a joke. <laughs> they tried to kick people out of it so they could take photos, but we definitely made it to Wando's. Had our, had our uh, spotted cow and, uh, and a couple of brats. But we, once again, we came there not only after the football game, but after that volleyball game. Anybody, if you haven't been to a volleyball game, I have to tell you, or volleyball match, number one in the country, they're playing tonight against the Hurricanes. It is intense. These people that went afterwards, football's awesome. The volleyball team gets to one of those. Holy cow. What a great environment. Went to Wando's right after it. Just a great setup. But did your feet stick to the floor at Wando's later in the evening? Your shoes. So I take, you, know, you always have to take a little Pam spray like you would if you were making eggs. Oh, that's brilliant. That's, a, that's pregame preparation. Oh, 
I, I have learned something. I am today years old, learning that I needed to take a little Pam to the flip-flops before I go into Wando's. Awesome. That way, that way you leave with the flip-flops. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Matt Jokey, always a pleasure. Former Wisconsin Badgers player and tons of fun. Thank you so much, Matt, and enjoy watching the game tomorrow. Thanks, ladies. Go Badgers. Go Badge. <laughs> and that is Matt Jokey. What a treasure. Wound up being a friend of a friend, uh, Matt, and is just a great ball of energy and great insight. Played on the Badgers team in the 80s and mm-hmm. just a ton of fun. So yeah. uh, we check it in with Matt. I can't wait to meet him in person. Yeah, we can't yeah. do this over the phone again. Hopefully he'll come back in for Madison game. We can yeah. we can unite. So I was glad that, that I can get another Bucky Badger fan to connect with him. I so this is good. I'm Sandy Mack. She is Toya Washington filling in for Steve Scafidi.